What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on a regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Damn, that song's a banger every it's time. So good. <laughs> it, it hits. We have, look, I don't want to talk trash on any other people who are going to be on this thing, but I think we have the best theme song in all of Geeks. Like that shit kicks in, and I'm like, you're like, we're going to be on camera when this is over. I'm like, you're fucking right, we are. <laughs> the best What's up, guys? Is, the best part is when those videos are playing, it's supposed to have both of our mics muted. 
but for some reason it didn't mute yours so everyone got to hear you singing along yes <laughs> i'm so happy i'm so happy about that uh, Dude, so- I, this is only honestly like one of my favorite nights of the year i love popping on here and doing a live session uh with you and our guests that we bring on so this is always one of my favorite nights dude so we've talked about something and we're going to share it until after this but are we going to reveal it oh we'll reveal it we'll reveal it i think it's something to uh to mention also to answer purple zebra in the chat that is punchline baby go see them playing in pittsburgh uh yeah seven days from today for their christmas album release party and they're going to be playing that jam yeah they're playing that for i think possibly the first time live ever um so for nine hours we were playing previous year's clips and i included last year's script reading of charlie brown christmas and and i mentioned that because um as much as i pretended that i was going to get sleep during those nine hours i also wanted to have my meowy christmas adorable (laughs) i wanted to (laughs) i wanted to like make sure nothing went wrong so i had my tv on all night with the stream going which meant that i would just like sleep for 20 minutes wake up to something on the stream be like okay everything's running smoothly go back to sleep wake up another 20 minutes yeah so i did listen to at least a, at least half of our charlie Heck brown yeah, thing to last night and uh i promise it went really well for everyone but me i had every technical difficulty imaginable i kept getting muted i someone yeah. dropped off food two minutes before the stream started so i was eating arby's <laughs> like it was it was a mess. It was if a it mess. It helps with lighting issues. So <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> totally fine. But I think it's time to bring in our group. It's a slightly smaller group, but it's a slightly smaller script at the yeah. same time. Weirdly enough, there's not a thousand peanuts running around this time. Very true. Uh, so we're going to do Frosty the Snowman, the Rankin and Bass classic. Um, I will be taking on the very important roles of classmate number three. As well as Professor Hinkle. Uh, Dylan, you're taking on the roles of classmates one and five, but also you've got the lead role. Happy birthday! Perfect. All right. So let's bring in our next person, the only person who has one character that they're reading for because their character probably has more dialogue than the two of us combined. Very true. Let's bring in Tessa from Femme Regard, who will be reading as Karen. Now, you've warned me that you're sick and you will sound more like an 80-year-old grandma than a child today. You know, we're going to see what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to add some character. So I, I think that that's perfect. Uh, now, almost repraising his role to a certain extent, um, Joshua from Fright School will be back doing narration. Uh, I think he helped us with narration last year as well. He'll be classmate four. He will be boy and he will be ticket man. But I want to stress in Frosty, the snowman, the narrator is practically a main character. He shows up and just gives exposition all over the place. So here is Joshua Napier. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We're just seeing how this goes. All right. And lastly, uh, he's going to have to make a quick run. He's only here for the first chunk of it, but he used to kind of StreamYard him, and I pushed the capabilities of StreamYard when he was doing Dark Hills events. We have Joey here who will just be reading as uh, the teacher, 
and the traffic cop and one of our classmates. Hey! Traffic Cop has a main role. He's in the song, so I'm good. That's true. That's true. He does get a shout out in the song. Um, So I think without any further ado, here is the Christmas 365 presents the fourth annual Geekscape holiday streamtacular for Big Brothers Big Sisters of Coastal in northern New Jersey. We present to you Frosty the Snowman. I suppose it all started with the snow. You see, it's a very special kind of snow. A snow to make the happy happier and the giddy even giddier. A snow to make a homecoming homier and natural enemies friends. Naturally. For it was the first snow of the season. As any child can tell you, there's a certain magic to the very first snow, especially when it falls on the day before Christmas. For when the first snow is also a Christmas snow, well, something wonderful is bound to happen. Children, back to your seats. The snow can wait. Now, now, I've hired Professor Professor Hinkle, the magician, to entertain at today's class Christmas party. So pay attention. Now, Professor Hinkle was just about the worst magician in the world. And so I put the magic eggs into my hat and abracadabra to coin a phrase. <laughs> and voila, the eggs have turned into messy, messy, messy. Where is that rabbit hocus pocus? Where are you? Ah, the only thing this hat's good for is the trash can. <laughs> you desert Hinkle and for some stupid frozen water <laughs> dearie me mr hinkle sir are you quite all right i would be if i can get my single hand on my hat uh rabbit passes by carrying my hat there it is stop right there hey what look, 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 look at it's snowy it's the best, the best kind, kind of snow, snow. We're, we're building a snowman oh. karen <laughs> You make the head. (laughs) The head is the most difficult part. Ask anyone. What do we call him? Should we call him Harold? Uh, Bruce. Joey? Nope. (laughs) 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 Christopher Columbus? Oh, no. Oatmeal? Oatmeal. How about that one? Frosty. Frosty? Frosty, yeah, Frosty it is. Frosty the snowman. Yeah. 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 Come back here, you. Happy birthday. That hat brought Frosty to life. It must be magic. Magic? My hat's magic? Just look. If that hat's magic, then I want it back. But it's not yours anymore. You threw it away. Don't you dare talk back to your elders, you naughty, naughty little girl. And you better stay in there or there will be no carrots for Christmas. But you can't take that hat back. It brought Frosty to life. You saw it happen. I saw nothing of the kind. Quiet. 
I can't lose that hat if it's got real magic. Now, I could it could make me a billionaire magician. But we saw Frosty come to life, didn't we? Uh-huh, we sure did. You silly children believe everything you see. When you're grown up, you'll realize that a snowman can't come back to life. But, but we... Silly, silly, silly. Aw, Frosty. We don't care what grown-ups say. We know you did come to life. We know, Frosty. We just know. Frosty the snowman, the snowman was a jolly happy soul. With a corn pipe and a nose and two eyes made out of coal. Frosty the snowman is a fairy tale to say. He was made of snow, but the children know how he came to life. Nothing like trying to sing on a live stream. I know. Everybody's at different points. I'm like, all right, I guess we're doing this. It's like we're doing row, row, row your boat. I barely know it. So I'm just like, this is awful. Now, of course, the hat did belong to Frosty and the children. That part must be made very clear. Therefore, Hocus Pocus was entirely in the right in what he was about to do. Well, Hocus Pocus raced back to the children just as fast as he could. Look, the hat's back. Let's see if it'll make Frosty alive again. Happy birthday! Hey, I said my first words. But snowmen can't talk. All right, come on now. What's the joke? Could... Could I really be alive? I mean, I can make words. I can move. I can juggle. I can sweep. I can count to ten. One, two, three, four, five, nine, six, eight. <laughs> well, I can count to five. What do you know? I'm even ticklish. In fact, I'm all living. I'm alive. What a neat thing to happen to a nice guy like me. Yeah! Yeah! There must have been no, some we magic. Can, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say as one half of Christmas 365, the song's the only good part of this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm enjoying your Frosty sounding just a few steps away from Alf, so like, let's just keep that energy going. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Um, All right. Uh-oh. What's the matter, Frosty? Ooh, is there a thermometer around here? Over there on the wall. Why? Oh, I was afraid of that. The thermometer's getting red. I hate red thermometers. Why, Frosty? Because when the thermometer gets all reddish, the temperature goes up. And when the temperature goes up, I start to melt. And when I start to melt... I get all sorry. <laughs> well, then you've got to go someplace where you'll never melt. The only place I'll never melt is the North Pole. Then we've got to get you there. Yeah, we'll take you downtown to the railroad station and put you on a train to the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Great! I always wanted to see the town. Let's make a party out of it. Let's have a parade. Yay! Yay! Come on, kids. Follow the leader. Which is me. Because <laughs> I'm the name of the show. 
Is Joey getting ready for another role change into traffic cop? He's got to get him. I just, I just had my pages out of order. <laughs> if we were singing the song, you would know. <laughs> stop. 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 All right. Didn't you see that traffic light? What's a traffic light? Up there on the lamppost. What's a lamppost? Ah, uh, you want a ticket, wise guy? I'd love one. To the North Pole, please. Huh? You've got to excuse him, sir. You see, he just came to life, and he doesn't know much about such things. Oh, well, okay. If he just came to life... <laughs> move along! That silly snowman. Once they come to life, they don't know nothing. Come to life? We'd like a ticket to the North Pole, please. Hmm? What? Yes, the North Pole. Oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> what? Sorry. Rapture by way of uh, Saskatchewan, Hudson Bay, Nome, Alaska, the Klondike, and Aurora Borealis. Got to make a change at Nanook of the Northville. That'll be $3,000.04, including tax. Oh, but we don't have any money. No money? No money, no ticket. Now I'll never get to the North Pole. Oh, Frosty, you just can't melt. Oh, Karen, don't you get all slushy, too. <laughs> Rabbit's poking you and jumping around and making a fuss. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Hocus? Out the window? A refrigerated boxcar on a train headed north? You'll be safe there, Frosty. Come on. It's full of ice cream and frozen Christmas cakes. What a neat way to travel. <laughs> Hurry up, Frosty. The train is pulling out. Are you coming to the North Pole, too? I'm sure my mom won't mind, as long as I'm home in time for supper. Doot toot. And I must get that hat back. Think, nasty. Think. Think, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, a refrigerated boxcar is a splendid way to travel. Splendid, that is, if one is a snowman or a furry-coated rabbit. But for Karen... Are you cold, Karen? Now that's a silly question. You wouldn't be sneezing if you weren't cold. Well, just a little... Frosty realized that Karen had to get out of that car as soon as possible. So when the little freight train stopped to let an express full of happy Christmas travelers pass... Frosty took advantage of the opportunity and quickly got them all off. Get the hell off of here. Oh, you tricked me. No fair. The only thing Professor Hinkle could do was to make a jump for it. Boink, twink, tinkle, scrape, doink. <laughs> Frosty wanted to get as far away as he could before Hinkle woke up. Choo! But the woods through which they traveled were still bitterly cold. Hocus, I've got a campfire wokes up. Frosty, what is it? What the hell is happening here? I just copied this off the internet. I didn't double check. Matt Kelly, <laughs> what is happening? Did you have a stroke? 
let's just jump to oh a campfire oh, I think, <laughs> oh boy okay, that... no i think i think i okay i think i understand i think the rabbit is trying to communicate and you're trying to guess what he's trying to tell you <laughs> okay <laughs> okay uh we are definitely gonna jump down oh a campfire oh boy that was really nice thinking then suddenly they came upon a tiny glen which seemed almost magical for it was Christmas Eve, and the woodland animals were all decorating for their big celebration. They knew Santa was to come that night, and they wanted everything to be just right. Hocus, speak to the animals. It's purple. See if they would all pitch in and, and build a fire for Karen. The animals were very delighted to help, so they found a spot away from the glen where the fire wouldn't catch onto the trees. Soon there was a spark, and in no time at all, a splendid fire was crackling away. Frosty was careful to stay far away from the flames. Hocus, we've got to find someone to help Karen get home before she freezes, and me to the North Pole before I melt. But who? Uh, no, not the Marines. No, <laughs> not the President of the United States. Ugh. Oh, they were both swell ideas, but we've got to find someone nearby. Yeah, Santa Claus. That's a great idea. Why didn't I think of that before? Hocus, you go back with the animals, and when Santa comes, you bring him right here. Understand? Hurry now! Squeak, squeak, and hop away. <laughs> <laughs> and so Frosty kept a silent vigil, waiting patiently all through the night until Santa would arrive. But suddenly... Ooh, a campfire. Well, isn't that all snug and comfy? <laughs> No, don't! Now give me that hat or else. Or else what? Well, don't bother me with details. Just give me the hat! <laughs> Quick, get on my shoulders, Karen! You see, Frosty, since he was made of snow himself, was the fastest belly whopper in the world. And old Professor Hinkle was soon far out distanced. And now it was Frosty's good fortune that right at the bottom of the hill was a tiny greenhouse used to grow precious tropical poinsettias for Christmas. Mr. Sure. <laughs> it's, it's got to be all warm and snug inside for those Christmas flowers to grow so beautiful. Let's go in. Oh, but you melt. Just a little. I'll only stay inside for a minute. Besides, I've been meaning to take off a little weight anyway. Ha 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 ha. Whew. Stay in here much longer, and I'll really make a splash in the world. Now I've got you, and the minute you melt, that hat will be mine. Shut the door, lock it. <laughs> Santa had arrived, but was he too late? Oh, shoot. We didn't cast anyone for Santa. Um, hold on a second. Wait, what's this I see? It's the actual Santa Oh my god! What is happening? <laughs> Whoa! Oh. Bro, Matt, fucking Santa's here? Yeah, Santa's here. Oh, watch your language, hey, please. Yeah. yeah, Dylan, do you wanna you gotta get put on the naughty list with that? All right. Okay, so Santa arrived. Is it too late? Narrator, tell us, please. Okay, explain the situation to Santa, who, as you know, speaks fluent rabbit. And when they didn't find Frosty and Karen on the hill, Santa followed Frosty's path in the snow to the greenhouse. But when they got inside, a terrible sight met their eyes. All right, I, I do want to do this part by myself because I love this. 
which is the sad version of Frosty the Snowman. Uh, <clears throat> Frosty the Snowman was a happy, jolly soul <coughs> with a corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Dead. <laughs> they were too late. And we're done. <laughs> and credits. <laughs> it's never too late. Why, that's nonsense. Don't cry, Karen. Frosty's not gone for good. You see, he was made out of Christmas snow. And Christmas snow can never disappear completely. Oh, it sometimes goes away for almost a year at a time and takes the form of spring and summer rain. But you can bet your black boots that when a good jolly December wind kisses it, it will turn into Christmas snow all over again. Yes, but he was my friend. Ho, 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 ho. Just watch. Dylan, you can ad-lib the, a happy birthday there, just so we know that yeah. you're alive. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute. I want that hat, and I want it now. Don't you dare touch that. And what are you going to do about it, fat boy? If you so much as lay a finger on the brim, I'll never bring you another Christmas present as long as you live. Never? <laughs> never. No more trick cards or magic balls? No more anything. Oh, that's not fair. I mean, we evil magicians have to make a living too. Now you go home and write, I am very sorry for what I did to Frosty a hundred zillion times. And then maybe, just maybe, mind you, you'll find something in your stocking tomorrow morning. <laughs> a, a, a new hat, maybe? Oh, yes, good sir. Goodbye, everybody. Sorry to lose and run, but I've got to get busy writing. Busy, busy, busy. Come on, Frosty. We're all waiting for you. Happy birthday! And so Santa took Karen home and made ready to bring Frosty back to the North Pole. Karen hated to say goodbye to Frosty, but as Santa promised, Frosty returned every year with the magical Christmas snow. Snow. <laughs> and every year, there was a great celebration with a great Christmas parade. And with Frosty the Snowman, Christmas was always very merry indeed. You have a merry Christmas, too. I feel, yeah, like, we did it. I feel like my final line doesn't hit unless we sing the last little bit. Fine. Frosty <laughs> the snowman had to hurry on his way, but he waved goodbye. I'll be back on Christmas Day. Yeah. Well, Santa, I know you're busy, so I'm going to let you go. But thanks for popping in at the last second for Thank us. Thank you so much. Merry dude. Christmas. All right. Well, I think I think that script reading had everything. It had, <laughs> it laughs, had, tears, happy birthdays, Santa. Happy birthdays. <laughs> oh. Holiday success. A little bit of Christmas. 
and Tess, is... Tessa, you weren't nearly that bad for what you were telling us it was going to be like. I think I I very much believed you were Karen. Well, you know, I just leaned into the like sinus infection part of it. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're sick through most of the script, so it's fine. <laughs> exactly. It works actually, for that part. It actually, what you were method acting is what happened. Yeah. Um, so I think this is a good time to say it. We've been kicking around this idea because we never so know, excited. we never know like what should be the last thing that we do for these holiday live streams. So like this year we're doing the, the Geekscape holiday party next year. What do you guys say? about trying to do all of Muppets Christmas Carol songs and everything songs included, <laughs> songs included. so like this is I, something I will always show up. <laughs> <laughs> so this is something that Matt and I have been kicking around for a little bit and um thinking about like we get started on this like almost immediately not yeah. not like heavy practice but figuring out like the logistics out, like, and stuff instead of everyone reading for multiple characters try to get people to play each and like a different person for each character if someone has to pre-record their scene and submit that video we can work with that maybe for the ensemble pieces like the songs like scrooge and stuff like that getting a band to just cover the song scrooge for us um but then like the songs that are solos or duets actually have the uh the the two actors just do it free of music which would be great marley and marley fully acapella. bring your own puppet yeah. Oh, I mean, look, if you've got a puppet, I will accept there you it. Go. Oh, we've got an uh, an audition request. I there don't I don't know Iguana Cashmere, <laughs> but uh, I I think that is the those are the two roles who have already been filled as Dylan and I have decided as yeah. the host of Christmas 365. Yeah. We obviously <laughs> have to be the Gonzo and Rizzo For bringing sure. the audience yeah. through the chaos of of our production yeah. of the our human version of the Muppet Christmas. And it'll be nice to do <laughs> It will be nice to do a script reading that you and I both enjoy the source material yeah. well, of. <laughs> because like... that's the big twist, right? I hate Charlie Brown Christmas. And, yep. and, and I'm I, not a fan of Frosty. <laughs> so I do want to ask this question to the people who are still here. I don't know. So like I said, I just downloaded a script off the internet and it feels like it follows it for the most part. I feel like this is more self-aware and funny than I've ever remembered the cartoon being like the ticket guy having like all these insane connections that have to happen to take the train to North Pole and stuff. I, I feel like I actually appreciated it a little more than I normally do. Joey, I think, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless the big guy is available. <laughs> but... But uh, how about you? What? What? Where's everyone stand on Frosty? The the listeners of the podcast already really know Dylan and I's stance on. I love it. Dylan is not a fan. Um, Joshua, you implied that this this is something you haven't seen for almost thirty years. I'm gonna say yeah. not a Christmas classic for you. Well, I mean, you know my relationship <laughs> with Christmas is. I yeah. mean, it's only recently been changing because of you and Joe. Um, you know my. Um, <laughs> Oh my gosh, my cat is trying. So He's like, I hate Christmas. Hey, come on this yeah, podcast. Always... <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's delightful to do this because I'm like, I have no idea. I don't remember. I'm re I'm reading this like, what the hell is going on? I <laughs> I didn't know what the what the hocus. I was reading a little bit of it. I was like, what is hocus pocus? I'm so confused. Yeah, it's um, the name of the rabbit. Very confusing. Yeah. 
<laughs> I got it while we were talking. I'm like, oh, it's the fucking habit. Okay, cool. Uh, but no, I probably have not seen it since I was a kid. And because I purposely shut out a lot of Christmas stuff, you know, it's like I don't really accidentally hear music. Like I'm very, very controlling of that. So it's like, I don't really know the song too well. I didn't. So whatever. I mean, that that was cute. That was fun. I based my um, narration on Don French uh, impersonating Madonna reading children's books. Because that was the only. <laughs> that was <laughs> very, like, very. How would I talk to a child? That like that. Like Don yeah. French did it. <laughs> I don't know what the actual narrator sounds like in this. I have no idea. I love how specific that is. That's, yeah, that's it's a great fantastic. sketch. I highly recommend checking out. Yeah. How about you, Tessa? What, what's your relationship with Frosty? I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid either. I mean, like, I, I vaguely remember it, but I didn't really remember the, like, storyline that well. Uh, so, yeah, I had a good time with it, though. <laughs> what's to know? It's a, it's, a fro- it's a snowman. He comes to life one yeah, day. That's yeah. about all I remember. So. <laughs> It's it's snowman versus magician, the ultimate yes. showdown. Yes, the the battle of the ages, <laughs> classic as, as we've all known. You know, I've done that thing once again where I'm like, yeah, this is going to take an hour, and I block off a full hour in the stream for this, and then I'm just like, <laughs> all right, I mean, what I I've got here's what I think I might do. So, those of you who are watching this particular stream when it started, we had some insane technical difficulties uh and we're still having some of them we're not on facebook at all uh there's like a stream yard disconnect with facebook but i tried to play a performance by uh adina v um and it just got like a minute in and then it just crumbled so uh let me see if i can load that back in and maybe we'll give that another play because that that'll fill a little bit of time. Yeah. And then when we come back, well, you guys won't be here, actually. So let me hold off on this just for a second because you all got to promote your stuff. But um, when we come back, it'll be the Dynamic Resolutions uh, cookie caper. And again, I have not watched this in advance. I didn't. Oh, there she is. Pull her off of there for a second. Um, <laughs> I haven't watched this in advance. I'm told that someone may have gotten sick while doing it. Um, so for those of you who don't know the Dynamic Resolution podcast, uh, one of their co-hosts said the most insane thing I've ever heard, which was that Oreos taste the same whether you dip them in milk or water, um, which I just used to accept is true. Uh, so apparently they put. Wait, that how in... do you find that out? Like, why are you making that choice? Because he prefers <laughs> dipping them in water, which is insane. So the rest of the guys decided to try that with various liquids, including eggnog and chicken broth and other things. Um, so this is going to be nightmarish. I'm just giving you a heads up. Horror movie night comes after this, but this is going to be the horror movie portion <laughs> of this live stream. Um, but here we go real quick. Let's start with Tessa because Femregard didn't get a segment this year, uh, due to just the craziness of, as you saw beforehand, sync. So what is going on with Femregard and with sync? So Femregard podcast is on its 16th season right now. We're releasing episodes every Friday. They're on all the major platforms, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, including, of course, our website, femregard.com and the Geekscape Network. 
And we are also raising funds to help uh, fund our post-production for our first feature film, Sync, which you can find the links for in, a, in our bio on all social media. You can search for us at FemRegard and at Sync the Movie. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Joshua, you were on the stream earlier today talking about The Exorcist with Jackie from Jersey Ghouls. So tell us a little bit about Fright School. Uh, So Fright School, we released my... uh, I'm sorry, my cat is like really trying to get in on this. Um, uh, We release episodes every Monday. We're currently off, but we'll be back uh, very soon with our holiday stuff and then uh, back in January. But it's just me and my friend Joe who says he's not a horror fan and I'm always trying to gross him out and ruin his uh ruin his life uh by forcing him to watch horror that's what we do on fright school now and it's very gay and very fun <laughs> all right well thank you so much joshua we're going to drop you off there dylan Hi, Josh. i don't i don't think you have anything beyond christmas 365 to promote right yeah no um i'm still doing some write-ups for icon versus icon.com um you can check out that at icon vs icon.com uh i just got finished uh an interview with uh, Brian Wecht of Ninja Sex Party. Um, he just put out a solo uh, jazz album, and it's absolute fire. So if you like those 80s synth vibes with some sax mixed in, it's absolutely incredible. But, man, I am just in the midst of, like, just Christmas, man. Like, I am yeah. I am fully, fully in um Excited to see what comes next for Christmas 365. Uh, we're checking out some new stuff. Um, not always great stuff, but new stuff. No. We're trying, we're, we're dipping our toes in. We're seeing how it goes. We are. Um, um, but dude, it's always a pleasure to, to chat with you and um, always a pleasure to chat with you in a live setting. I absolutely adore yeah. this every year. So, yeah. Well, but let's not forget what we're here for, which yes. is the big brothers big sisters of coastal in northern new jersey tinyurl.com backslash geekscape gives 2023 we're at 790 dollars which is absolutely nothing to be ashamed of Mm -mm. uh but we are still far from that goal of 3000 which to be fair is an end of the month goal but it would be amazing if we could get it all done today that would be that would be phenomenal so even if it's just a dollar or two that you can donate uh please do it do it up uh you know you can change somebody's life you can change somebody's life with just a simple donation At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not what <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. Mm. 
What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on a regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why did my facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 